Take your time. <laughs> your card is empty. I got a. There's an exclamation point on it. So, <laughs> you ever see like in uh, Skype does this? I think Teams might do this a little exclamation point on the notification thing. You're like, oh, I got a notification. It says, hey, this is where your notifications are. Like, hey, I've been using this thing for six months. Thanks. Good morning. Yeah. That's what I got. Yeah. So Microsoft apparently, not apparently, they absolutely did. They mm -hmm. enabled uh, Doll E3 on Bing Chat right. and then apparently set the world on fire. And it's a Twitter account that's apparently related to the guy that runs some of this. Okay. It's like we're, we're trying to bring more GPUs online because we can't sustain the load, which is a little alarming. Well, I mean, I don't know if you watched that presentation from a week and a half ago, whatever that was, but um, the difference in quality and the images they can create now is... Oh, I mean, it's, it, they're much it's closer to mid-journey. Yeah, it's pretty... pretty Potentially impressive. even surpassed. I've played around with it a bit. Still, I think my brain is still more in the mid-journey like model, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. And yep. supposedly mid-journey's got a big update coming as well, so we'll see like what that is. Mid-journey still has better refinement controls than Dolly 3, but... Yeah. Again, it's like the time over time, these things are just going to be right next and to each other. And it's easier to get into the Dolly stuff because it's just a website. You don't have yeah. to do any weird nonsense. So, but uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And then the Google's Wheels of Justice continue to uh, you saw the, not uh, play in their favor. The Sachin Adela stuff. Yeah. You took the yeah, stand. Boy. Yeah, it's, it's like, like oh, you're testifying. I guess you got to tell the truth. How's your uh, market share going? Yeah, it's like you pretty much said, nutshell version. We've thrown billions of dollars at this, mm -hmm. and we've gotten nothing. Yep. And uh, remember all that nonsense I said about making Google dance? <laughs> I, that's on me. The one thing that did come out uh, mm -hmm. through all this trial is that Google will actually intercept some of your search queries and mm -hmm. change the results if they think it's a shopping-based thing. And so they'll put more uh, in their favor, of course, lucrative yeah. links yeah. into your results to get that better. Uh... It's look, uh, when you are a gatekeeper, which is a great term for this kind of thing, um, that is, of course, the behavior. Google sees what you're searching for. Amazon sees the products you're searching for. Um, they're, you know, the notion of organic, purely organic search results is may, may never have been true. I mean, the the point of Google, the point of Alta Vista, anything like that in the early days, was to correct the scale problem that Yahoo created when they decided to hand curate the internet mm -hmm. and, and tell you what the best sites were. Um, so you you are picking like an al algorithmic way to deliver that information, and then over time, it's like, oh wait, we could make money doing this, huh. you know? Yeah, that's what happens. It's uh. It's evolution. It's also, you know, inshittification in a way, right? Well, you search for uh, Yelp or something, yeah. and the first result is Google Maps or whatever yeah. it is, you know. It's tough. Feel a little dicey. Well, it's if, you know, when, you're, when, you're, when you are literally a monopoly, um, it certainly does become a problem. Yeah, how long is this court case expected to go? It's not short. If I, remember. I feel like it's infinity. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't know that there. Do they even do that? Is there a? Is it like a soccer game? It just keeps going, or how does it? I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. I thought it was in the weeks. 
timeline. We should probably, yeah, I mean, there's probably a way to figure it out. I mean, uh, there would be a number of witnesses on either side. You can kind of look at how long it's taken so far. I mean, obviously the big ones like Eddie Q, Sachin Nadella. I mean, we're going to hear from, I assume, Google. Yeah, I'm assuming this is all the prosecution at this point, and then the defense will go. Yeah. And they'll probably have an unlimited number of witnesses to drag this out as long as possible. Cause if yeah, they'll really... have people who support them, right? I mean, they're they're, yeah. they're, they're out there. You know? Yeah, anybody who makes a business off of Google is going to be making... Yep. Well, I mean, Apple I, Apple technically was there on Google's behalf, uh, yeah. so they could be called by the prosecution, and I'm sure we'll come back again for Google. But um, or maybe they just do cross. I don't know how that. I'm not a trial expert. Anyway, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I could be a long, long time. Is what it sounds like to me. So things that I don't know. There's no 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 good segue for this. How about <laughs> backing up your PC, Paul Thorat? <laughs> backing up your PC. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so uh, you know, I just did a big d digital decluttering kind of thing, which factors into this topic. And I, but the big one was a couple of articles I wrote. One was when Zach Bowden got on um, Twitter and was like, "Hey, I just blew away a PC and I forgot to back up some stuff." And um, and I, I he knows I'm not teaching him anything. I and I wasn't trying to be that guy. But I, I said, "Look, I know you know the answer to this, but you know, OneDrive seriously, like, there, there's really no excuse." to lose any data now on a PC, right? There's no excuse other than you don't want to pay for cloud storage, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I just wrote an article called don't be a statistic where I kind of laid out my notion of how, you know, on a modern PC, which, which is influenced by what's happened on mobile, you don't really do this old school time machine backup thing. You, they're, they're modern sync and whatever. And then, um, uh, tied to that, I also have that three-step thing for like, re you know, restoring a PC and why it's better than a system image backup, you know, blah, 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 whatever. So I don't know, we're, we're kind of in a transitionary phase in Windows because those legacy tools still exist, you know, file history and the old school Windows backup. And now in Windows 10 and 11, actually, and uh, not tied to any release, but they're just out there as this new Windows backup, which is not even an app. It's a, it's a front end to things that are already on your computer. There's mm -hmm. nothing new in there. Um, and I, but I do think it's smart and, and I think for average consumers it's a, it's a place to go and you can kind of get an idea of what is being backed up and you can also click a button that says backup, which I actually believe does nothing. I, I think the only thing it does is if you, the only setting you can change in the app is for the three OneDrive folders, you can backup slash sync. Mm -hmm. You can actually change those from within there without going into OneDrive. It's the only thing kind of unique to the app or it's not unique, but that the app does. So if you make that change and then click backup, it will make that change, right? But otherwise, I think when you click backup, it doesn't do anything because you, this stuff is all syncing. <laughs> you know, it's just not, I mean, I guess maybe it forces the sync at that exact time, but who cares? Like your credentials, your uh, certain system settings are all backed up. Um, OneDrive stuff, if you're using it, uh, it's nothing. But, you know, when you reboot your computer, I had to go back and look to see when this debuted. Um, that Windows backup app is new. But the functionality is, like I said, is not new. And as far as like restoring to a backup, that's over two years old. <laughs> that's been there for a long time. And anyone, if I run Windows setup a lot, unlike a lot of people. So I notice, I know, I've noticed a lot of changes over the past few years in Windows 11 setup. And one of the big ones is when you get to that, you sign into your Microsoft account and the next screen says, do you want to restore from a backup or not? But now it just says, do you want to restore from this backup? And you actually have to click to a second screen to say no. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and the second screen has a list of all your backups. And in my case, I've got dozens and dozens of backups going back to August 2021. So this has been going on for a long time. It's, it's interesting. Um, anyway, uh, Windows Backup is not going to solve all of our problems, but yeah, I feel like... I feel like they're getting there. I, people should look at Dev Home, technical people. Yeah. There's some machine configuration stuff in there that works on Winget, which is the part of my three-step process yeah, I was yeah, talking yeah. about. You can. Uh, it, it doesn't create a like a, a script or whatever, a um, configuration file of all your apps, which would be really useful. But I think that has to be coming because you can do it manually with a, a an XML-based format called YAML because we need another one of those. Uh, I know. YAML I know. and XAML and I know, CAMEL I know. and it's not good, Brad. But you can do that up. stuff today with uh, go up. Uh, Mahedi has that winstall.app up on the web. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Search for all your apps, create a list, we'll spit out a script, and the next time you re reset your computer, or whatever, um, you can copy. You don't have to run the script. But you can copy and paste it, paste it into a PowerShell, and uh, off you go. It installs all your apps. You know, it's kind of what this machine configuration does, but a little more automated. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's where they're heading. I think they're, you know, when, like, think about how, um, if you did like a, they don't really have this option anymore, which is kind of weird, but if you refreshed your PC, yeah, right. Um, you would get your files back, which is neat in your accounts and all your settings, right? Cause that stuff's still there. It's put aside, but what you also got was get or, and got was your windows store apps or your Microsoft store apps, right? But not your like web installed desktop apps. That Winget solves the first half of that equation, and I feel like there's a Winget restore that could be built in and blah, 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 whatever you want to call it, um, where this stuff just all happens, right? So Windows Backup slash Refresh Your PC both bring back your store apps, and uh, Windows Backup, one of the settings it saves is which of those you pinned mm -hmm. to your taskbar and or start menu. Cool. But the next step is also desktop apps, right? So I, I think... I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be based on Winget. I think the Dev Home thing is the beginning of that. Yeah, I mean, it would make the. <laughs> mm -hmm. Here comes the pessimism. That would be too obvious. Like it, that makes complete sense. Like that would be the path well, that Microsoft should take, right? They've got Winget. They've got the Dev Home. They've got all the stuff. Like all the components are right. there. Now they just got to tie them together. And someone's going to say, "Yeah, let's build a new system that ties it all together," rather than using the things that are there. But I, I tend to agree with you. Yeah, I, I the. the... Yeah. A system image backup is a big problem because it's a it's mm -hmm. a giant blob of stuff and it's like a moment in time and you bring it back and you get all the good. You get all your passwords are in there and your apps are configured correctly, but you also get the bad because there's a bloat that occurs to Windows over time. Uh, there's a performance slowdown that occurs. You might have a malware or something bad in there. It's it's actually we are getting there. Like when you do like that refresh thing, you do a clean system install and you're user account and settings and store apps are segregated from that and they just put them back together. It's the way mobile systems work too. It's the same thing. And um, yeah, the desktop apps is the the holy grail there, I guess. Your data is saved by OneDrive. It's, it's you know, assuming you're using it and you should. Um, I, this, I think this is doable. There's a, there's also a, a PowerShell, I forget what it's called. There's a PowerShell-based tool, or not tool, but, uh, well, I guess a tool, utility that will um, that administrators can use to save. It's a user state configuration tool, and that's a fancy way of saying um, your app configurations, right? Mm -hmm. So that's part of the trick. You have to apply that stuff. It's not enough to have your apps because you have to sign into them and everything. So you bulk install your apps, and then you blast this configuration onto each of the apps so when, they, when you run them, they're where they were. 
but it's not backed up. It's like a fresh install, yeah, which has advantages, right? It's the latest version. You don't have to go back to the version you had then, but you get the settings applied, right? Dude, I'm telling you, they have it all right now. I don't, it's amazing to me. I really feel like Windows Backup is going to turn into this. Yeah. And then it will be used. Then there you go. Then it's good. What will be interesting to see uh, is if they ever go bigger, right? Because yeah. enterprise backup is a massive market, like huge yeah. market for third-party vendors like Veeam and Acronis and all these guys play in that space. So, I mean, that these tools – so um, the, the two things I sort of mentioned, the, the YAML-based configuration files, um, which is basically an app install script, and the um, – user state configuration tool, whatever that's called, are, are that for enterprises? They're command line tools, both of them, or mm -hmm. text-based, you know. And uh, yeah, you're right. They need to, what they need is a front end for that. But this is kind of the way, I don't really follow the server space anymore. And of course, it's all gone cloud anyway. But server was servers at Microsoft were transitioning to a world in which it was all command line and then the GUI was just built on top of it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know whatever came of that, but that what, there was a version of Exchange that literally... That was how they architected it. And the idea was there is not a single thing you can do in the GUI that is not available from PowerShell, right? Mm. And um, I this too, I think, is the background of what you're, uh, the basis or the foundation of what you're talking about. Because yes, I, it, it should be a system center, something, something, yeah. whatever, front end. Yep, exactly. I, I, I don't know enough about this world. I mean, I think, I feel like that type of stuff, you know, Intune has this kind of capability, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know.